Hey there, and welcome to the SAP Mobile Matters podcast, where we spread the word about how mobile technology changes the way people work. Today, we have an episode of our theme, Colleagues Behind Mobile, in which we shine a light on some of the most inspiring and passionate individuals at SAP. My name is Laura Schüli. I'm project consultant at SAP and will be hosting this episode. With me is Markus Kopf, head of engineering at Mobile Experience and Engineering. Today, we're going to take a closer look at Marco's professional journey, what his team is doing, and talk about a magic mobile moment that changed his behavior. We'll also discover why, a few years ago, Marcus, known as the mobile guy, used the browser instead of the mobile app for transactions over 200 euro. So grab your favorite snack, sit back, and join us for an insightful conversation with our special guest, Marcus Kopf. Welcome, Marcus. Thank you for being here. We're so excited to have you. Hi, Laura. Yeah, thank you that I can be here. I thought we can start with your background and your experience. So can you tell us a little bit about your journey before you came to SAP? Yeah, of course I can, um, especially with mobile. I mean, I started really early uh, during my study already um, developing on mobile environments. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, it's a little bit, I mean, it's, I don't know, more than 13, 12 years ago. And then I really started really early already with um, iOS development as soon the iPhone 2 came out to the market. And then overall, I was always close to mobile and never yeah, went that far away from several head of mobile roles and one of the yeah, one of the most um, impactful um, let's say jobs um, are the uh, the thing with um, with startups. Mm -hmm. So which means there's a lot of learnings during a short um, time frame. And then afterwards as well with big um, companies like Deutsche Bank. This was my last stop before SAP and started to um, yeah, bring everything in-house from development point of view for mobile development and ended up with everything like engineering and business together as a tribe lead. That's the history before SAP from mm -hmm. my person. Cool. This means really early in your career you decided mobile technology is that thing that I want to work at. So that's really cool. And I can imagine that your technical experience helps you a lot in your current role as well. So speaking about it, why did you choose to take your current position at SAP and what is it that you're doing there? Yeah, my technical background helps a lot there because I can understand what the platform offers and how you can offer or implement the best products for the users as mm. well from technology part, but as well from business point of view. And especially with SAP, I mean, um, the B2C um, market is a little bit different, not to say completely different than the B2B market. Mm -hmm. And um, and there are a lot of um, technology and knowledge is necessary to deliver the best possible user experience, what you like to deliver and the uh, customer deserves as well. And we all know, especially in the yeah, B2B market or in your daily jobs, the products you get more or less from companies is often not what you are, how you use your private apps mm -hmm. at the end of the day. If you compare to the classic one, Facebook or as well, uh, Instagram, everything is Facebook at the end or uh, Google apps and Apple apps as well. And that's, yeah, this is one really, um, yeah, let's say interesting part as well 
that we push SAP as well to on that level overall. Yeah, and another thing why I jumped to SAP is the industry. Um, we have several industries here. It's not only finance, um, what I had before. So it's really interesting because every industry is different at the end. But the mobile, um, let's say, thing is in the center of everything. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Marcus. And what is it exactly that you are doing now at SAP? I know that you are leading different teams as well. Can you maybe tell us what, the, what it is that these teams are doing? Yeah, I can. Um, currently, I'm running three teams. Mm -hmm. um, so the cross mobile engineering team, or unit, and there we have um, one team is doing retail execution. So everything what hap uh, what yeah what happens for in retail for a sales rep, for example. So if a person goes into the shop uh, as a sales rep and organize their their visit there. So this is one part. The other part, the other team uh, is running Ariba Shopping App. So there it's all about the casual buyer. So think about you as an employee in a, uh, in a company. You like to shop something, especially, I don't know, for example, an iPhone or as well smaller pieces. Um, you can use this app. Um, it's completely native development with a great user experience. And yeah, you do touch, touch, check out and you get the things shipped, what you like to have. And the other team, what we have in the unit is the innovation team. So there we are doing different things closely as well with Apple together and as well other areas or other companies, especially in the health well-being market or as well inside SAP that we are yeah, connecting dots like timesheets, for example, or other applications. Mm -hmm. That's really cool. I love what your team is doing. And if you think back, now you've been at SAP for um, a little bit over a year. Is there a wish that came true or a success that you like to share with our listeners? The wish was actually, I mean, since I jumped from Deutsche Bank to SAP, for me, there was one wish that, you know, work playing in a playground with good and cool people. So that was one important thing. And this was as well the black box, to be honest, mm -hmm. was the biggest topic if you really switch jobs or companies and you have in your former, um, let's say, job really as well, we have friends. Mm -hmm. How will this be in the new company? So and that's always the wish what you or what I have mm -hmm. is still playing with great people and yeah, like minded people, to be honest, it came true. So I have to say, I um, really like the people here, the openness and yeah, what we are doing. And um, yeah, thanks God, after one year I can say, check, it was the right decision as well from that point of view. That's really good, yeah. And I agree that people uh, that you work with, this is so important. And with the next couple of questions, I like to focus a little bit more on mobile technology itself. So maybe as a first question, for what purposes do you personally use mobile technologies? Good question. I've, if I think about that, I would rephrase it for what I do not use mobile technologies. Mm -hmm. <laughs> or is there something, I mean, if I'm sitting at my Mac and I love my Mac as well, but the only thing what I'm doing only with the Mac, because otherwise it's a little bit too difficult for me or not, yeah, it's time consuming 
as PowerPoint or presentation stuff. Mm -hmm. So yes, you can do it with an iPad, but even that, nah, not yet on that level like on a on a Mac. But all the other things, if it's I don't know, if it's relaxing at home on the couch to watch videos, is it sending mails, chat, reading things in in the internet whatsoever, everything is tackled act actually or I do everything via mobile. Mm -hmm. And um yeah. So it's a good question. There's besides of presentations and maybe Excel lists mm -hmm. because as well for that yeah. the form factor is maybe not big enough. Um, yeah, that's all. All the rest is covered with mobile. Mm -hmm. And would you say that you have a favorite app and also uh, can be a app that you, that you use for your private life but also for business purposes? Yeah, I mean, there are multiple favorite apps, to be honest, depends always in which context I'm looking on it. But apps which are surprising me in a positive way are, for example, Telegram, mm -hmm. to be honest, all the, em yeah, the emoji thing. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, I mean, we are using it as well, uh, not only private as well in, um, in, yeah, in the daily business life. And I don't know if you're aware of, but if you touch longer to the em emojis, there are special, let's say, animations. Mm -hmm. And uh, you get as well feedback from the phone, uh, the haptic feedback and stuff like that. And those are, s yeah, small features or small animations where you see there's a lot of spent effort in, mm -hmm. love in, to be honest. And it's simple. It's a, a cool moment. And mm -hmm. that's... Those kind of small things are keeping me using those apps, actually. Mm -hmm. So it's all about the experience, right? That's true. I mean, the other app, which is as well, a lot of people are using is Instagram. So I don't know how many people I really have another photo editing app or software besides of Instagram, because if you, even if you have a normal photo, which is not done via Instagram, you upload it to Instagram mm -hmm. and you edit it inside and then you can save it to your photo roll again. Those are, yeah, really, yeah, really mighty apps right now there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, completely agree. And uh, so these two apps were apps that we mainly use in our private lives. But would you say that you see this trend of the increasing importance of experience also in the business world? Yes, I do. Since business and private life are more and more, I mean, uh, for some people, there's no differentiation at all anymore. So it really depends mm -hmm. if uh, what is your work. But if you are office worker and especially in a tech area, I think it's more or less, yeah, there the boundaries are not sharp anymore. And yeah, what I like to have as well as a similar moments, at least from my business apps, um, yeah, that what I get, what I normally get from my normal end user or private apps. And for that as well, I think about to have haptic feedback, for example, if you send a mail or whatsoever, mm -hmm. or if you close a task with mobile start, maybe. So such small, nice moments, mm -hmm. that's what we are aiming for. And um, yeah, which I think we should build in if not already done. Yeah, I completely agree. I also love when the apps give you feedback and you can play with it a little so it's just fun to use. 
And in my team, maybe this um, fits very well to that. In my team, we often share magic mobile moments is what we call them. It's something can be something expected or unexpected that your phone does and that really helps you. So just think of um, verification. So nowadays apps can pull the verification code that you receive via message directly from the messenger and you don't have to uh, switch the app, uh, remember the code and then type it in manually. So this is something that we consider a magic moment. Can you think of something like that? Yeah, there are a lot of them. I mean, the, the code, entering the codes, even if it's only taking over from the message app, there are as well, what you can see on, on, on iOS or macOS products as well, those four digits, mm -hmm. you enter the last digit and then automatically the call to action is done and you don't have to press the enter or OK, yeah, yeah. those kind of things. But as well, um, surprisingly, I would say since last half a year, the information what I get from from maps as well Google Maps. So hey, now maybe is a good time to commute home because of the traffic and those kind of things. I'm really using it and now mm -hmm. it works. So this changed, I think, the last half a year. One year ago, to be honest, at least in Germany, it was not the perfect features. Mm -hmm. And especially with the watch, then you get really the notification, you have a glimpse and then you see, okay, maybe the next five minutes, then it takes one hour or half an hour until you're at home. This is really a, such a magic moment, I have to say, which changed totally my, my behavior, how I use those features. Mm -hmm. And yep. out of the sudden, so because it just came. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and it's also something that um, no one knew that we needed it. But now that it's there, I guess we all love it. Or at least I also used uh, this. So I can say that I, uh, I, I really value it. Yeah, it's interesting. If you forget your phone, for example, how do you feel? <laughs> Some people lost. are lost, right? Naked whatsoever. Yeah. <laughs> because um, what, are you, what are you doing with all your phone? Think about, can you still remember normal um, telephone numbers? Mm -hmm. No, I don't. I'm not even sure if I can remember my own, to be honest. Yeah, same <laughs> for me, but I can still remember my phone number from my grandma 20 mm -hmm. years ago, but not the last ones. Yeah, so right. I, because everything, act actually, everything is inside a phone today. Yeah. yeah. And mobile technology also gives us a lot of freedom, uh, especially considering working places. Would you say that you often make use of that? And maybe do you even have a favorite mobile working place? I do often use it because um, there are two things. First of all, I'm using MacBook and which helps me already uh, since I, have, I don't have a desktop or I don't need one. So mm -hmm. for me, it's always like, give me a table, internet and coffee and that's good. I don't need monitors and other things. This helps already a lot, mm -hmm. even working out of a coffee for a uh, cafe, for example. Um, but as mentioned before, if I'm not doing Excel or presentations, then everything else is more or less um, possible via my phone, which enables me. There are no special places mm -hmm. what I need. I can do it from everywhere at every time when I like it, even in vacation or in the night, if something's jumping in my mind, I can do it. And this helps a lot because this offloads my brain, to be honest, and is not, let's say, bringing me in a stressful situation during vacation or whatsoever. 
So I have to say mobile offers me the possibility that I can work from everywhere. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that. That's really well put. Um, can you think of a funny or memorable experience that you've had with mobile technologies? Mm -hmm, I can. <laughs> so there's one situation since I mentioned the beginning. I worked six years for Deutsche Bank and beforehand I worked as well for startups in the finance area um, or sector. And it was a little bit funny. I mean, now think about eight years back or nine years back. So really a still early stage for at least iOS and Android. And um, if you are working those kind of areas, especially in finance, sometimes back in the days you had some concerns about security maybe. So... Mm -hmm. Even though I'm working in that sector, if I have to send money, more or less, which is a, I don't know, a bigger amount, and bigger amount started already with, I don't know, 200 euros or whatsoever, I was the guy, the mobile guy who opened the browser, <laughs> <laughs> logged in, and sent my money. Um, this obviously changed totally after, uh, yeah, after some time, because uh, by today, I would say, especially on iOS, but as well on Android, the, uh, the security is really, really on a high standard. Mm -hmm. um, in the early phase, you were able to have man-in-the-middle attacks and all those kind of things, but this is absolutely not anymore, at least not easy possible, mm -hmm. and the amount of effort you have to put in, not for 200 euros, to be honest, mm -hmm. in case you can do it, if you talk about jailbreak phones or rooted phones or those kind of things. Yeah, this was really a fun fact because <laughs> if, um, yeah, I knew it's secure, I did it, but sometimes it felt a little bit like, ah, let's do it on a Mac, on a browser. And to be honest, yeah, my last team, especially there, <laughs> one person always mentioned, ah, yeah, okay, M Marcus and his behavior of sending money is not, yeah, what should I say, a normal one for a mobile guy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, fun fact. But I'm really thankful that you added that nowadays the security is really good because yeah. I do all my transactions um, via app. So good thing that we can now uh, fully trust the security. You can. I mean, you have <laughs> you have a lot of stuff there today. Um, Two-factor authentication. Mm -hmm. If it's running on a jailbroken iPhone, if it's still there out there, a jailbreak or root, there's a lot of possibilities what you can put in. Mm -hmm. And uh, as well from all the finance um, areas, mm -hmm. normally they are really, really secure. That's good to know. With my last question, I'd like to look a little bit into the future, so into your future. And I'd like to know um, what is the impact what that you want to make in mobile at SAP? Yeah, good question. Referring to one of the first initial questions is... Um, since in the business context, and we are heavily in the B2B context with SAP, um, sometimes I would say there is a little bit missing love in applications in general. Mm -hmm. So, and this is really one thing what I like, um, yeah, to put in a lot of passion, because for me, it's not only work, for me, it's really passion about mobile, and to make, yeah, the maximum possible user experience what you can offer to your customers. Because if the apps or the products you are creating are loved, then I mean, you cannot get more rewarding uh, rewards than that. Mm -hmm. So, and that's really one thing what I like to push heavily in SAP, passion and love in the product that we can see that. Mm -hmm. 
aren't these the perfect closing words, Marcus? So thank you so much for being here. I really enjoyed talking to you. Thank you. And yeah, it was really a great talk. And um, yeah, let's push forward the future with mobile apps and SAP. Let's do that. Thank you. Thank you.